0: Hey, good morning! Uh, welcome to Towcast, the towing industry's only podcast. At this point, I believe um, we had an exciting week here on uh, with the podcast and uh, all the new visitors and listeners. I want to thank all of them. I think we hit a hundred and twenty-five listens this week. Obviously, a drastic uptick from uh, previous weeks, uh, all the way back to the beginning of time. Anyhow, we're going to change gears and uh, talk about something completely different this week. Uh, something I'm referring to as a death in the family. Yes, a death in the family. You know, most of our towing companies are very family-like. We we have people that have been around for years and years, but more importantly, it's the people that have been. Raised in the company, more or less, kind of like little kid. They came in, could barely do anything for themselves. You know, the uh, they start out, they have no experience. They start out in a carrier or wheel lift truck. They do pretty good for you. They're reliable. You trust them, so you help them move up through the ranks. Uh, next thing, obviously, you're helping them get their CDL, and you're training them in a heavy. They can do transport. They can flat toe, They can do recovery work. Uh, you just keep pumping, training through them. They get better and better and better. One day, their attitude goes to dog shit. Now it seems like when this happens, there's there's several different opinions from people in the company. You know, everybody's got their answer why this guy's gone so far downhill. Um, he was someone you were counting on over the past five years, ten years, whatever, to take your company into that, that next level. You know, the you've, you've got to have people like that if you're going to keep growing and you're going to provide good service to your customers. You've got to have those long-time, dedicated people. But, like I said, everybody has their own opinion. You know, one guy, a couple guys might think it was the schedule. A couple guys... Might think he's he wants a new truck. He's tired of driving the same old truck. Uh, I'd say, my opinion, 90% of the time, it has nothing to do with work. It has something to do it at home. What, what puzzles me is, you know, you're invested in these guys. You care about these guys. And you approach them. You try to talk to them. And every time you do, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. I'm fine. I'm fine it's like they they won't even discuss it and and that's that's what leads me to believe that 90% of the time it's got something to do with at home because it's personal maybe something embarrassing is going on maybe you've got a family member you're dealing with that's a freaking lunatic or maybe you're dealing with a family member that's sick uh you know it it can be any number of things but i think if it was work related issues i think they'd be more likely to talk about it uh you know, if you're not happy with your truck, you've been here for years. You can speak up and say you're not happy with your truck. You want a new truck. You, you, maybe you're upset because it's gone down out of service twice in the uh, last month or something. You just you're just getting tired of it, and you're tired of having to jump in other trucks you're not familiar with. Why not talk about that? If it's a coworker that's bothering you, why not why not mention that? Why not talk about that? I mean, we're we're talking about adult men here, right? Uh, sometimes women uh usually in just in this industry it's men, so why don't they talk about it it's it's usually because it's something at home now I know I know that this this job can consume you and and really home life and work life can become somewhat combined because you're running calls from home, your family's affected you're missing your some dinners you're missing maybe some ball games birthday party you know so it's obvious that that they can become entwined but why not talk about it and work it out there's there's a guy i know of he he was with a company for about five years and did did exactly what i said came from probably a four hundred dollar a week inexperienced flatbed driver to a probably eighteen hundred dollar a week uh heavy driver but in the end, probably the last six months, since the attitude change, you know his his pay dropped in half. I mean it matched his matched his shitty attitude change. so now now you've got that compounding the problem. Now this guy who's already developed a shitty attitude uh, he's he's not a team player anymore and I, I hate that fucking term, but I'm gonna use it. Uh, now. His pay is damn near cut in half because he doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want to get up. He doesn't want to run the call. He don't give a shit about the call. Doesn't care about getting to his next call. So he he becomes his own worst enemy. But my God, man, a couple conversations could probably fix this shit. It's 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 crazy. I mean, sometimes it comes to the point where you have to terminate them. Sometimes they get up and walk out on you with no explanation. Uh, even before you, you get to the termination point. And the investment, think about the investment in this one guy, one guy in this very situation. It, it can, uh, initial flatbed training, thats that'll cost you thousands of dollars. If you're going to train a guy properly and spend uh, two, three, four weeks in actual training and then some ongoing training after that, just for carrier work, um, I bet you're talking $10,000 by the time that guy is up and able to run confidently and professionally. Now you move him to the next stage, the heavy stuff, just the heavy towing. I bet you're, between his training pay and the, if you give your trainers extra pay, I mean, you're probably up another, I'd say probably ten grand at that point. So now you got like 20 grand into this one guy just just training wise we're not we're not talking about all the little little things that go on during the training uh, now if you want him to be a recovery operator hopefully my god hopefully in this day and age you're sending them to some sort of training program Wreckmaster master Luciano something through your state towing association um, wes Wilburn we're all friends here right Wes Wilburn. Um, So, hopefully, you're investing more into them. You're probably going to have travel time, hotel, um, pay. Uh, Obviously, the training courses cost quite a bit sometimes. And uh, take them up into hazmat, crane certification. I mean, you're probably adding another 20 grand to this guy. And it takes years to get to this point. And then everything goes to shit and that guy has compounded his problems because now he doesn't have a job. So what? how did he make things better for himself? And the company is obviously at a huge loss. Forget, it, forget the money I just spoke of. You've lost a, a key player you rely on, and for some reason they don't give a shit. The bad part is they're the ones with the shitty a- attitude. You're the one who's again and again tried to address the problem, work it out, improve the problem, uh, do what you can for the guy to get him back on track, back on board. He leaves and somehow you're the fucking asshole. You're the douchebag. It's like, you left me no choice. I mean, you're not answering the phone. You disappear when you're on call. Uh, Damage claims increase because when your attitude goes to shit, you stop caring about everything, and you're you're just not going to be as careful. Uh, if you're one of the guys training new guys, you're not going to give a shit. If you're coming in with a bad attitude every day, you're not going to do as good a job training that new guy. Um, and that's that's the whole that's a whole nother story. Drivers that don't like dri- training new drivers because they think it, it's going to mean a loss of money for them. No, it's going to improve your time off that you've been asking for over and over again. Uh, they're not going to take your money. There's plenty of money out there. They're going to help you have a little better schedule. But your attitude is so shitty at this point. Um, your your vision is cloudy, and you're not making sense. Uh, so what do you do? I know some people have training contracts where they try to recoup some of their losses if a guy walks out You know, within a year of a particular training course the company paid for. I don't, yeah, it'd be nice to get some money back if you're an owner, but I don't know that that's that constructive. I don't don't know that it's a good idea to have a guy shackled to his job. Well, if I quit, I got to pay him five grand, so I'm going to stay here. That's not good for anybody. You know, now you've got a guy chained to his job that hates being there even more because he's chained to his job. So what kind of what kind of good job is that guy gonna do for you? He's not. It's gonna be it's gonna be more than likely an even shittier job at that point. So are you really accomplishing anything with those training contracts? Um I'm I'm gonna say no. I don't I don't think it would work any any anywhere I've been in the past ten, fifteen years. It it just adds to the sourness of that guy's bad attitude. So I'd like to hear you know, if this happens in your company, I'd like to know how you bring the guy back. If you ever have, have you ever been successful bringing a guy back from shittiness? (laughs) Have you, have you ever been able to sit down and talk to somebody and get them back on track permanently? I mean, you can sit down and talk to these guys and they walk out of your office and they're gung ho for a couple of days, but then it goes back to shit again and they don't want to talk again. and, And so if you have any answers, Please email them to me, Tommy at Gmail, go to the TOCAST Facebook page. Uh, and if you've ever had a success story, damn, we'd love to hear it. I bet, I bet anyone listening to this would love to hear your success story and how exactly you went about bringing that guy back. Uh, I've never figured it out. I've never seen any employers seem to figure it out. You know, you lose some great coworkers that, uh, you know, you're so used to seeing every day and working with that um, it's a loss to everybody. I mean, obviously, the driver has the loss of the job, loss of steady income. The company has a loss of a, a stable employee and the co-workers, they, they lose a friend. Uh, and that, that most of the time, that friendship will continue, but not on the same level. I mean, you say hello when you see each other at the truck stop, shoot the shit for a little while. And uh, that's about it. But, uh, you know it's just a sad situation and it would be awesome if somebody had an answer for all this shit. And, uh, if you do, please let me know about it. Uh, I'm also uh Tommy tow truck is also on Twitter. So you can get me that way, but please, if you've got an answer for any of these questions I've got, please let me know. Uh, we're going to keep it as a short one this week. Got a ton of other shit to do today. So again, Tommy truck at gmail.com. Tocast, Tommy Tow Truck Facebook page, and Tommy Tow Truck on Twitter. I will talk to you next week. Goodbye.